You're listening to Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast, where we believe that every teacher deserves a coach, and every coach does too. I'm Chrissy Beltran, an instructional coach, resource creator, and coffee enthusiast. And I'm your host. Stay tuned for practical tips and honest coaching talk that will help you coach with confidence. Hey, coaches, and welcome to episode 65 of Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast. I am your host, Chrissy Beltran, and I am here today with Dr. Heather Michelle. Um, actually, Dr. Michelle is going to do an episode for us a little later in this season, and I'm really excited for you to listen to that when it comes out. But in the meantime, she has agreed to do a coaching call session with me. So I'm really looking forward to this because we're going to talk about a topic that is probably front and center for a lot of coaches. Um, this is coming out in June, and so as we get back into thinking about how we're going to best support our teachers, we're also going to have to think about how do we support our teachers when they are struggling and burned out and fried, and, and it's really hard for them to kind of listen through those emotions. So that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I would love to welcome Dr. Heather Michelle to all the podcast today. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk about this topic um, because it is, I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> So do you want to tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing right now and some of the challenges that you're having? Yes, thank you so much. So um, um, let's see, I am a coach. Um, I have a contract with um, the diocese and I'm coaching um, 20 new teachers in the field of education. This is their first year. Um, and so one of the things that I'm struggling with is um, getting them to participate in the professional development that I am um, delivering, but then also just the coaching sessions that I have um, available. You know, I, I feel like I've um, done so many different things to try to interact with them and get them to come to the table. And I'm just really struggling with how to serve them. I have one. It's interesting because the two times out of those 20 teachers, the two times that I have actually been able to sit down and really help someone, um, it's been really insightful for me because I can see how everyone else must be, if it's really reflective of how everyone else is doing. And if they're all struggling as much as this one person is that I'm coaching, mm -hmm. they really need my help, but I, I, I cannot get in to help them. And, um, you know, afterwards they're like, Oh my gosh, that was so wonderful. That was so helpful. Thank you so much for taking the time. And, and I'm just like, go tell your friends, like people to come because I'm here for you. You know, I'm, in, I'm invested in your success, um, mm -hmm. but it just, it's, it's hard. And, and some of them, um, as I was discussing with Chrissy is they, they are just really um, emotionally drained and, mm -hmm. you know, crying and um, which is fine. You know, everyone has their bad days, you know, everyone's, you know, got a good, good cry in them. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, it's it's at the point where it's hard for me to kind of like you said move past the emotion to to kind of access the help that they need and mm -hmm. um and so that's what I'm here today to talk about <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I need I need some help I need some you know just to talk about it and hopefully process it a little bit I, you know I get that I mean I and I hope that we can yes processing might be what we do because sometimes it's you know there's no like answer it's not just like well just do this just do that right um, coaching is about really thinking through the challenges and figuring things out. So today may be the day that we just kind of work through it and kind of talk through it and see what you've already done. And maybe something will come out of that, that dialogue. Um, so are they, they're coaching virtually or excuse me, teaching virtually or in person right now or a blend or what's happening? It's a blend. It depends on okay. the school, but a lot of them, um, 
like the first two weeks back from Christmas break, they were all doing um, distance learning from their homes. Um, like I think a lot of other teachers right now. Um, and then most of them are back in school. I would say, um, yeah, I would say there's probably not a lot of hybrid. They're probably either doing distance learning or they're at, um, in person. Okay. So whenever the teachers are saying that they, like the teachers who are crying, what are they crying about? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So they're crying about, um, they're crying about, I think, you know what I think it is? Um, I, you know what I just think it is, Chrissy? I think that part of it is, I just thought of something. Part of it, I think is, um, they're almost grieving. Like, I think when they graduated from their teacher education program, they had a vision. And yeah. I think even now more than any time moving into the teacher profession, new teachers have a vision of what their room's going to look like, what their color scheme is going to be, all the cuteness mm -hmm. that's going to happen there. And I think it's almost like they have to let go of that because that's not what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Not that it couldn't happen soon, but they don't probably, they don't have the perspective. I'm just, I'm just having a whole aha moment right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They don't have the perspective. I think that's part of it. It's like they, you know, they're, they're coming into the, because I remember one of them, she, she, there was like, I'm not even, she was being so hard on herself. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. Yeah. First of all, it's like, everything is fine. Like, even if you do just like bare bones, like not everything you do has to be super innovative. Like we're just kind of, everyone's just like making it right now. Like, let's just focus right. on showing up, you know? Yeah. It's a pandemic. It's okay to be struggling. Yes. I mean, to get <laughs> yes. basic. that's okay. This is the time to do the basics. <laughs> yes. But I remember her mentioning, you know, and I can almost see her thinking about her vision for the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it is not like that. And I think part of it is, is that is like, that there's grief around that, you know, I mean, yeah. like, I can understand you know, that. Yeah. Like, so, you know, they have their own personal experiences. She probably has some great teachers and she's super pumped. And then she comes in and like, okay. it's like a master. It's like a, the, the total opposite, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And she, I mean, if they're virtual, especially it's been difficult to build relationships with kids, which a lot of people, that's what keeps them going. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's been difficult to implement new things and you're limited on resources. You mentioned your diocesan schools, Catholic diocese schools. So yeah. they tend to have, I mean, it's different everywhere, but um, they often are limited on, on the resources that they have. Sometimes they have yeah. more hand-me-down stuff or, you know, from, from other schools um, mm -hmm. or whatever the teacher has managed to put together themselves and, but not like school-wide stuff sometimes. Sometimes yeah. they have things, sometimes they don't. It's just a toss-up. And so, so yeah, it can be very stressful. And if they did, I think that's a, a beautiful understanding of what they may be going through. If they are grieving that loss, maybe they don't even realize that they are grieving it. You know, like they're just stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not be they're not able to go, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I envisioned it this way, but I'm going to have to put that aside. And like you said, they don't have the perspective because they, this is their first year. Yeah, so definitely. other teachers go, this, look, we got to get through it. We yeah. got to get through it. And then next year, hopefully things will look more like what I want them to look like. Yeah. But if you don't have that, then your whole experience being a new teacher right now yeah, that stinks. <laughs> it's not, it is nobody's dream. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So maybe they do need to think about that a little bit. Maybe honoring that or even just bringing that up in dialogue or something that might be really meaningful. You know, I'm not sure how you could, what the best way to do that would be, but 
you know, just communicating that with them and having them think about, well, what did you envision and why is this so difficult to work through? Because that vision, that vision is not doable right now. So maybe what's, maybe we need to make a new vision, a vision for this year. What is the best vision we can have this year? Where are we going to focus our energy? Oh, yes. Those are some great ideas, Chrissy. Yeah. I hope, so. I, I, I hope that that would be helpful to them because I, I have been there. I'm, I'm the kind of person who has high expectations of myself. And it, like you're saying, she's very hard on herself. I can absolutely relate. She's just to that. like beating herself up. And I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, no, yeah. no, no. don't talk to yourself that way. Um, and maybe some of that work could be done as well. Like the, you know, not, not positivity, not this toxic, Oh, everything's fine. You're doing great. Yeah. Not that stuff, but the real self-talk that we can do as teachers to ourselves or, or with ourselves, um, you know, the real, um, accepting, like, what's a big deal? What do I need to worry about? What do I need to not worry about? Yeah. What can I not worry about realistically right now? Yeah. Um, doing some of that, that mental work and that emotional work maybe would be helpful. Um, that would be interesting to learn about too, I think. Yeah. My, I, my mind is just going off into how, like what, what my next little session can be with them. Yeah. Um, I also thought too, like I haven't done this yet, but one of the things I was thinking about doing is like, instead of giving them um, like a, a Google sh sign up sheet, like, okay, sign up for a slot that works for you. Mm -hmm. I think if I email each one of them individually and I say, yeah, these are my two options. You need to pick an option. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's you know what I mean? Like this is, this is going to be your, I'm going to say, I'm, I might put 15 to 20 minute zoom slot even though, I mean, you know, it could go longer, but I don't want them to think, I just want them, look, it's a 20 minute session with that, you know, mm -hmm. with other, just show up to the 20 minute session. Right. Um, because yeah. Yeah. That might be good. Yeah. Decision fatigue is a real thing. So decision that? fatigue, you know, it's a real, yeah. so maybe minimizing the number of choices that they have to deal with right now might be a good thing to just say, look, these are the choices. Don't, don't, which one is best for you? Just tell me. Yeah, that, and, and a personal invitation is nice too, because even though Google Forms are super efficient and useful in so many situations, yeah. it might be a good good point, good time now to have a personal touch because then you can do a little check in there in that email and you know talk to them about something that you think is relevant to them and then kind of go from there and have a make a, a decision. That yeah. Yeah, I think I think too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think they would so if they don't sign up for the Zoom, it's like they're not um it's almost like they're not accepting my invitation. It's like more of a person. I'm like personally asking right. to show up to this thing instead of like, there's all these slots, pick one or whatever. It's more. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. And then you can kind of follow, if they don't sign up, you can personally, you can individually say, Hey, I saw that you haven't responded yet. Which time did you, you know, is there one of those times working? Which time is best? And you yeah. can kind of personally check up, um, which does always seem to have more of an impact because people do feel like, okay, I really need to respond to this person. And you, you've talked about before, uh, we were talking before about how your relationships first and people first. So that's a good yeah. way to reflect that Yeah. Um, in that, in that invitation. That's like, yes, those are all really good ideas. Um, yeah. So that's just something. Um, and I know so many other, uh, so many other, everyone's struggling with that. Other coaches, other teachers are struggling with that. So mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I mean, that's the main thing. If I could get them to show up, I know I have, I could help them right. <laughs> alleviate some of the stress that they had, um, you know, just all the little things that they have, they're, you know, trying to manage by themselves. Um, and they're just really isolated. Like they don't have anyone to hang out. They don't have anyone. No. You know this what I mean? Like, really on top of, I mean, it's just 
you know, I, I'm the last, I wouldn't have I last seen a person. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're fortunate that we do have a, we double bubbled with my mom. Um, oh, that's but, yeah, she lives just, you know, block away. But beyond that, I mean, we're very cautious. And yeah. so we, we, we haven't, we don't go out and see friends and haven't had anyone over to the house and, you know, almost a year. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah, it's, it is tough. And so it is virtual relationships are not, are not the same. No, um, at all. Even though we've tried, I mean, we've come up with some good, you know, good substitutions, but it's not the same. And so, yeah, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are struggling in more ways than just their classrooms are a pro- an issue. But personally, this is really hard. Yeah, um, because they don't have any, they don't, they can't go outside and ask their colleague. I mean, they right. don't have anyone to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's no social network at all at school for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. that, that might be something to consider, too. Um, then if you think about it, what is, how could you create some sort of a social network? Um, do they have PLCs where they meet regularly? In many Catholic schools that I've been in, they do not. But that, again, it's different everywhere. So you can't, yeah. there's no, no I have something. Okay. I have something, but it's almost like I, I don't know, like, like I kind of want to make a virtual happy hour or something like that. But yeah, that's are they going to think that's weird that I'm inviting them to the, I mean, are they going to want to hang out with me a virtual happy hour? <laughs> Like, I'm just like their coach. Like, do they want to just sit there and lurk in the corner? I know. I'm like, I'll start up. You guys show up. I won't even be there. You could just be hang out, you know, bring snacks. Um, You could do, I think you could do like, once you have your session with everybody, um, your next round, then you could kind of like, like, you know, drop that announcement during your session and say, I thought it might be kind of fun to do something where we could just talk and hang out and, you know, and, and I know it's been difficult, but you know, you could do like a coffee, you know, uh, whatever it is that people, you know, like to do, whatever their preference yeah. is. You could play a game if you want, or you could just talk. Um, but I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think that you want to make sure you have a few people that think it's a good idea first, <laughs> if that makes sense. I have. So one of my, um, so my kids go to Catholic school. So my mm-hmm. son is in the class of one of the teachers that is, that's in my cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can always depend on her to show up because I know she's, she's okay. I'm thinking she's just showing up because my son's in her class, but, but I know she will be that's there. One. Yeah, <laughs> she can bring a friend. I know. I'm like, okay, who can she get to come with her? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think, so, yeah. Identifying those needs that they're having, um, in whatever way you can, you know, hopefully through conversations, you will get more of an idea of what those needs are and addressing, like we talk about the Maslow before bloom. Um, addressing some of those social emotional needs that they have, even doing the check-in, doing the, yeah. the zones of regulation or, you know, anything um, that allows them to honestly say, well, this is how I'm feeling. And this is why I'm feeling this way. I yeah. think that's honoring where people are and how it's reasonable to be there <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. then it'll, it helps you build that relationship. They feel heard and listened to, and then you can hopefully start to build on that to continue to grow. Um, your work with with those individuals. I think that's a great way to start. You've given me a lot of really good ideas. Yay! I'm so happy. I was not sure. I know. I didn't. I didn't. Think <laughs> I was like, "What are we going to come up with?" Because sometimes it just feels so like you're like I've been like a cycle. You're going through it over and over and over, and you're yeah. like, "I am like trapped." <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. it can. It absolutely can. But that's why I think that coaching community is so important because we have to talk to people outside of our bubbles because sometimes we do have the knowledge and the ideas, but we have to talk about it. 
that's just human, you know? Yeah, no, um, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that, that you got some ideas to try. I would love to hear how they go. If you implement okay. these, um, I would ask, I would absolutely love to hear it. And okay. I hope you share with us um, how uh, your next steps work out with your teachers. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Chrissy, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Okay. You know, coaches, I really enjoyed that conversation with Dr. Michelle. And I feel like if it shows nothing else, it shows how important it is to talk to another person because Dr. Michelle is so intelligent and has so many great ideas and is really knowledgeable <laughs> and has done so much important coaching work. And she had the tools that she needed and all she had to do was talk about it. And then they all popped out. <laughs> And that can sound, maybe that sounds silly, but, but it's true. We, we have to have that coaching buddy. So I really encourage you, if you don't have a coaching buddy, if you don't have the person you can talk to just to figure things out, you really need one. You need a buddy. You need a sounding board. You need the, the, the wall to bounce ideas off of. You need someone who is usually outside of your bubble because we can get really stuck when we're inside of our bubble. Most of my coaching buddies were my counterparts in math and science when I was on a campus, that is, whenever I was on, on a specific school. And while that was awesome and I loved having people that I worked with, the struggle is that you're in the same bubble. And so it can be hard to see out of the bubble because you see all the things you've tried that maybe haven't worked or have not worked as you wanted and all of that can weigh you down. And whenever we talk to somebody who's outside of the bubble, we can access a completely different experience and knowledge base and they are not weighed down by all the things that we perceive as maybe not failures. Sometimes we perceive them as failures and sometimes we just perceive them as like they fizzled out and didn't go anywhere. So instead, if we talk to somebody outside of our bubble, it can really shed a light on what's happening and what, what are some other opportunities? And, and nothing seems impossible because you're talking to somebody who's saying, yeah, that can be done. I believe you can do it. So I really encourage you to find a coaching buddy. Um, this, this August, Coffee and Coaching, the membership is opening up to coaches who would love to join us. We have a group of amazing coaches that joined us back in January, and we have been sharing uh, content on our, our regular calendar that we have two 30-minute videos in the membership every month, plus our coaching call that is uh, responsive to your exact questions if you're a member. And also there's like downloadable tools and all kinds of good stuff that go on in there and an exclusive Facebook group in which you can find a coaching buddy if you need one. So if you are not already signed up for coffee and coaching for the emails, I really recommend that you go to coffeeandcoachingmembership.com and make sure that you get signed up there on the waiting list because that will make sure that whenever we do open up the membership again, you will be invited. And you will know it's coming. <laughs> you can also be on my email list. Um, and that you can access at buzzingwithmissb.com. And on the right side, it says coaching VIBs. There's a little white box there. You can click in there and you can actually register for my emails there if you are not already registered to make sure that whenever you get, uh, that you will get notified when coffee and coaching goes live. On top of that, you get great ideas and a, an occasional bonus resource every week. So 
what's to lose, right? Definitely sign up with your email, make sure it's your best email address, because that way I can actually send you all the good stuff. You'll get notified about new podcast episodes. You'll get notified about um, any new resources that I create and also just ideas and motivation that I share every week. So you totally want that coming straight to your inbox. That's buzzingwithmissb.com. And um, I'm really thankful that you listened to this episode because I think even though it was a short one, it was super powerful. Next week, I am talking to JC Ippolito about building a culture of coaching and learning. This is a really important topic because so many of our schools have not really established that culture of coaching and learning, and it makes our work as a coach uphill, like every day. <laughs> so what I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing are some of the things that he talks about, um, the principal and coach relationship, challenges that literacy coaches face that are unique, not completely unique, but somewhat unique, and you know, really important decisions we need to make to create a coaching culture. Lots of really good information in that episode. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And so I hope that you listen in to episode 66 next week. Until then, happy coaching. Thank you for listening to Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast. Want more coaching ideas? Check me out at buzzingwithmissb.com and on Instagram at buzzingwithmissb. If you love the show, share it with a coach who would love it too, or leave me a review on iTunes. It's free and it helps others find this show. Happy coaching. Happy coaching.